What's up guys? This episode's a little bit different, but it's a little primer on the next episode that I'm going to put out, which is on state machines. So what is a state machine? Well, a diagram for a state machine looks something like this. You have an object or something, and you're trying to keep track of where it is and what you can do with it at that point in time. So imagine you have your cell phone. Um, it's turned off by default, so you would, stay, you would start in this state. The uh, circles are the states, and then the arrows are transitions, and the transitions get invoked by an event. So if you were to press the power button on your cell phone, the phone will go from the power off state to power on. And if you're to press that button again, then it would um, transition your phone to power off. Now that's a super simple example. And actually your cell phone has different functionality these days because you can hold the power button down and that will actually be the thing that asks you if you want to turn your phone off. And so that button now really doesn't do that. It's more of a power button for the screen itself, not the device, but it has some functionality that you can use to keep track of that. So really, State machines are designed just so you can keep track of what is going on since the beginning and where can we go with this object now that we have it. So here's another one. Imagine you're trying to put in uh, change into the vending machine so that you can get a soda. Well, if you start with no change in the machine, you're going to start here and you can put in five cents and you can put in 10 five more and you can keep doing that until you get to 55 cents um, and then once it hits 55 cents it knows okay the next thing we need to do is dispense a soda and then reset the machine back to zero cents so this is something that's really interesting like you can actually put in all these other options that's why this one's very complicated because you could put in all nickels you could put in some nickels, some dimes, and some quarters. You could try to put in all quarters. And this ends up getting very, very complicated pretty quickly. Because if you, what if you put in a dollar in quarters? Then it has to figure out how to give you 45 cents back in change, as well as dispense, and reset the state. And that is a complicated system. So while a vending machine seems very simple, there's a whole lot of complexity that is handled by basically drawing out a state machine so that you can know for sure that you're never going to end up where the user put in a dollar and you um, ended up giving them like, you know, a dollar back in change and a soda at the same time. Like you never want that to happen. You want your machine to always work correctly so these state machines are designed to help you say like look if you put in 20 cents here are your options you could give us another nickel a quarter a dime and we will handle that accordingly so state machines are this idea that allows you to keep track of the world and what is happening right now and what can happen in the future I have another example here on payments so Imagine you are checking out on a website. There's several different states that your payment could be in. So it could be pending, it could be processing, it could be finished, failed, or refunded. Now, this process is more linear um, than some of the other ones, like 
power on, power off is like a loop that goes on forever. But in this case, you kind of start with a pending state and you work your way up to processing. Maybe someone starts an order and it's always pending and they never actually check out, so it never begins to process. Um, you could totally just stay in that pending state. There's also processing state, which is like those few seconds where we're talking to the credit card company saying, hey, does this credit card look valid? Do they have the correct balance? Can we actually charge them for this? And then once processing is finished, there's two options. It could have been successful, but it could have also failed. And if it failed, we're probably done. We probably want to leave it there and force the user to start over or something. But if it's finished, there's a few other things we can do. We could refund the, um, the payment in full. We could do a partial refund. Maybe we could do multiple refunds. And that's a system that could be um, complicated in and of its own because if you want to do partial refunds, well, then you could refund like a penny a thousand times or something like that and it would still be valid and you should still be able to refund up until the total amount. But as soon as you've refunded to that total amount, then you should be done and that sh refunding should no longer be allowed. And that is the kind of complexity that state machines help you diagram out and organize and keep track of. So this is an idea that is very, very common in software because it really helps us keep track of the world and so I'm going to explain how to add this in the next episode into your Ruby on Rails applications. There are a few Ruby gems out there, uh, such as the State Machine gem, which I maintain my own fork of uh, because there's been some maintenance issues with it. And then there's also another one called AASM that has been maintained a lot more. Uh, in the past few months than the original state machine gem. So we're gonna take a look at this. Um, I'm already familiar with state machine, but I wanna play with AASM and uh, it's really very similar uh, to the other one. So really, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. You can actually more or less take all of this code and jump between the two. Uh, without any trouble. So that is up to you. I think we're going to take a look at this one. Um, it works with plain Ruby, Active Record, Mongoid, and Mongo Mapper, which is fantastic. So you can use this with or without Rails. And I really like that approach um, for gem design. So that is it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something about state machines. And be sure to watch the next episode so that we can put this into a Rails application. Peace.